Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And Coach, it's good to have you on here in the show in person. How you doing? Man, it's great to be on. Thanks for having me. We're doing doing really well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just uh, I know we were kind of uh, talking before the we started the show up with you that uh, you had a really good season once again, five years in a row for your football team in the postseason, man. It's just been a great ride for you so far. Yeah, I tell you what, we, we have been really blessed. We just had some fantastic kids, and you know uh, our coaching staff is second to none in the country. And you know it's hard to win. It, it's awful. It's awful hard to win. But but uh, we've had um, so many guys pulling on the same end of the rope and been really, really blessed and, you know, coming off a conference championship and our, our fifth uh, straight trip to the, to the playoffs and got to got to figure out how to do it again. So, Coach, what is the key then? Because you're five for five. You've got five in a row. You've been here five years. So what is the key? Well, I, a lot of things go into it, but I would say the number one thing that I would point to is just uh, – the, the culture that we've been been able to develop, uh, the kind of young men we have, the the level of accountability, work ethic, you know, guys that just absolutely love each other and, and buy into um, the idea. When I walk into the room every day, the most important thing is how do I make this team better? You know, we the culture today is so much about do the best thing for you, you your stats. If it's not going your way, to transfer and so. To find young men that buy into doing the best thing for everybody around them is, is really rare, and, that, and that's the number one thing that I think has has uh, helped us succeed at a high level is just having really special young men that, that understand what it means to be a, uh, an unreal teammate, which is is getting more and more rare these days, uh, sadly. Coach, Coach, if we can get you to pull that mic up just a bit. Yeah, there you go. Perfect, perfect. So, and, and also, you know, talking about some things, this facility over here that you guys have is incredible. We're going to be taking a tour after hopefully the show, but uh, you were telling us about it, and man, that that is something that I'm sure not only helps the team, but helps in recruiting. Just helps everything when you have a, a building like that to be able to practice in. Yeah, there's no doubt. Our our new indoor facility has been unbelievable for us, um, and, and really, you know, it speaks to how many young men came through here and had their life changed by Harding football because. Um, you know, Harding University has been very supportive, but they didn't pay for any of that. That that building was paid for 100% by by old Bisons that came through here that loved this place that had their life changed by that. But it's been a game changer for us, without a doubt. But you know, when I get a recruit on campus, uh, you know, I'll tell them, I say, guys, you're you're going to see a gorgeous campus, gorgeous facilities. You you know, you're going to. Uh, we're winning all these things, but the magic of Harding University is not buildings. The magic is people and relationships. But you know, certainly, when you have the best facilities in the nation, Division Two, you know that speaks to commitment. You know, and that's that's really what it reflects is, hey, this is important to us. It's important that we give our young men the very, very best that we can. And and so it's been a blessing for sure. And it's helpful not only in recruiting players coming out of high school, but We've talked about transfers and the transfer portal and how vital that is to college sports these days. You get transfers coming in, and they see that facility, and and they're taken back by it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, just to be very transparent, I'm not a fan of, of, of the way things are today. I'm not a fan of, of um, how quickly young men decide to leave when it doesn't go their way. But, um, 
certainly if this is the way things are, are going to go, then we have to, you know, be ready to be a part of that. And uh, it, it is um, it's a lot of fun. It's exciting when you have a young man that comes in from um, a, a Division One school, supposedly a bigger program, and they get to Harding and, and they recognize that the facilities here are not even close. Uh, they're so much better than where they came from. That that certainly is a is a is a positive for sure. But at the end of the day, you know, recruiting is about relationships, and, and that's how we want it to stay. You know, coach, you, you're talking about transfers, and this is something we've talked about so much on our shows, and, and everything is just. Uh, you say that uh, obviously the you know not not a fan of how it's going right now or how it's uh, set up right now. How how would you like it? Did you like it the way it was and preferred it that way, or is there some way that Coach Paul Simmons wants to see it in his perfect little world? <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know the answer to it, and and certainly um, the perspective of Harding is different because you know everybody would say you know these you know young men should be able to come and go as they please. Because coaches, you know, coaches have no loyalty, and, and I recognize that. It's just different here. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had two jobs in my life. I've been here for 16 years. Um, I, I'm, I'm planning on dying right here. Mm-hmm. And so there's a different level of loyalty here. And we also we, we also experience a different level of loyalty from our young men. We, we don't lose young men at Harding to the transfer portal unless they're freshmen. And, and, um, but, you know, I just – I guess I'm old-fashioned. I'm I'm a loyalty guy. I'm an accountability guy. Uh, I, I believe that that so many times when when young people when things get tough when the answer is to leave then you are building uh, a culture of of men that don't know how to come through and then that's reflected in, in in their relationships. It's reflected in their marriages. It's reflected in their in their job one day. And I'm not I'm not suggesting that everybody that transfers is going to uh, end up failing one day, but just the overall idea. I'm I'm a fan of when it gets tough. You, you're thinking you get in there and you fight and you claw and you finish and you you be accountable and you do the tough thing. That's that's what I believe in and that's what I want to be a part of. After the season is over, uh, how much downtime do you have before you get into spring football? And then how how long does spring last for you? You know, I tell you what, it's really interesting. In in, in Division Two, we have very little downtime. In Division One, there actually is. Um, probably at least four months of the year that's considered a dead period where you can't recruit whatsoever. But in, in Division Two, there's almost no downtime. And so, you know, there's it, it's uh, tempting to feel like if I'm not working and recruiting, then I'm getting behind. And so um, the downtime that we have is self-imposed. I mean, I definitely want my coaches to be able to be fantastic fathers and husbands. But uh, we work pretty hard uh, year-round. Um now, we did start spring ball really early. We actually finished this past Friday, and that's part of the blessing of having, you know, the biggest indoor facility in the country in Division Two is to, for weather not to be an issue. But, you know, I like to get spring ball going early um, for lots of reasons. If you have an injury, you have more time to get that guy back up and ready to go. But also, I love for my guys to have five, six weeks at the end of the semester where they can just crush their classes, finish really, really strong in the classroom, because that's the name of the game here. I mean, you know, we'll have guys that, that go to the NFL from time to time, but, but most of our guys are going to be uh, professional in other areas. Right. And that's my, you know, my number one job by far is to make sure these guys recognize what it means to be a Christian father and husband, not even close. But after that, I've, I've got to do my very best to make sure that they leave here with a degree that's going to uh, allow them to work 
will they want to instead of will they have to, which is those are two very different things. And, and so uh, I, I want to give my guys a great chance to close strong in the classroom. And I, I'm proud of that. You know, this past semester, we our team GPA was a 329. We had 14 young men with a 4.0 GPA. So um, that's part of the accountability that goes into winning on the football field. Speaking with uh, Paul Simmons, the head football coach of Harding University here on Out of Bounds. Coach, how much do you know about robotics? I, I tell you what, I don't <laughs> know a lot, but the last time we competed in Cersei, I came and watched it, and I can tell you it is it is really exciting. Um, but I tell you what I do know is is at least the team from here at the academy, man, the amount of time, dedication, commitment to excellence that they put in is really, really impressive, really high level. Um, they're going to do well, and they deserve to do well. I mean, it's uh, just the level of commitment. It, I, I think most people would be really surprised by the hours uh, and the focus and commitment that goes into it. So it's uh, um, it's really exciting. I look forward to watching them compete a little bit. So, Coach, I understand that uh, you're pretty good friends with Kevin Costner. How did that relationship come about? <laughs> well, that would be an extreme stretch. Uh, Mr. Costner actually was in town. Uh, I'm not sure how public it is, but they're going to build a, a museum uh, in Hot Springs for all of his memorabilia and some of those things. Mr. Costner has um, a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old son, and, and these boys want to be duck hunters, especially the older one. And so... Uh, we, we have a mutual um, connection, and so they reached out and, and asked if, if they could come duck hunting uh, around here. And then actually I was going to take them um, fishing on Friday when they came to town. But it, it was a really neat deal just because of the way things worked out. We ended up spending probably two hours in the truck together, just he and I. Um, and, and I can only speak to, to that weekend, but he was first class. He was a gentleman. He was very kind. He wanted nothing to do with anything that bordered on entitlement. Um, yeah, it was an it was an amazing case of being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, that was funny because I was going to ask you just how he was in person because usually when you see like you know big time Hollywood actresses who's been there forever and everything, it's like sometimes when you if you're around him, I'm sure it's like okay, I can tell that this person's Hollywood. But if it's like if you didn't know Kevin Costner was a Hollywood actor, it sounds like you probably wouldn't even known he was in Hollywood the way he was. No, he, you know, he, he had a gentleman that was here with him that was kind of running interference, kind of his handler, I guess, and and, and this guy, you know, understandably was, was very cautious, um, but, but Kevin didn't want anything to do with that. I mean, he, he wanted to talk. He wanted to cut up. Um, we sat around the campfire uh, at the hunt club, and he, he just told, you know, tons of stories. Uh, very, very gracious, and, uh, you know, he's communicated since he left, and just um, he is exactly the way you hope he would be as far as lack of arrogance, uh, being kind. Um, you know, he has a gift of making whoever he talks to feel important, which certainly is a gift that he's got to work on that, but um, it, was a, it was a neat experience for sure. Coach, you mentioned some of the things that uh, some of your answers outside of football, hunting, fishing, you play any golf? You know what? I I do not play golf. I, I don't want to. Um, I, I never have. I have a standing invitation to one of the finest places in Arkansas, and I've never been. Um, so I I don't. If you if you want to catch a trout, I'm your man. If you if you, <laughs> if you if you love to go duck hunting, which I assume that you do, uh, Mr. Joe, 
uh, I'm your man, but if it comes to golf, I, you're, I, I can't help you out at all. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Because yeah, I, I feel like coaches, it's almost like a common thing, when, especially college coaches. Everybody's, everybody plays golf, yeah. or at least they uh, attempt to play golf, kind of like me. But, uh, hey, listen, hunting and fishing, that, that yeah. works just fine, no, too. There's a lot of things about me that are not very common, and, and uh, that's one of them. So, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not your golf guy. That's fair enough. Well, Coach, we really appreciate you hopping on with us and talking a little football, talking a little hardening, talking about everything with us. And it's really great to be out here at the university for sure. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I, you know, I listen to you guys all the time and, and to finally meet you guys and to put a, put you, you know, figure out who you guys are. And, and uh, it's been exciting. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Anytime we have a, a chance to talk statewide about, about Harding University and Harding football and the brotherhood, we are excited to do so. And so, Thanks for the opportunity. We love it. Appreciate it very much. Absolutely, absolutely. Appreciate you hopping on with us. So, Coach, uh, it's again, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to talk with you, Head Coach of the Harding University football team, Paul Simmons, uh, joining us as well. So, we look uh, forward to getting over to the facility. Yeah. Once yeah. the show yeah. is done, I'll, I'll see you guys about four fifteen. Yeah. Sounds, Sounds perfect. Good. Sounds perfect. Thanks, Coach. We appreciate it. So.